Why is it that older pastors often struggle to attract and keep young families in their local church? We're going to answer that question here today at the Better Sundays podcast at reachkeep.com. Welcome to the Better Sundays podcast, focused, practical, and usable advice for church leaders looking to reach new young families and impact their community. Well, howdy, howdy, howdy. My name is Mike Holmes, and I am one of those older pastors here at the Better Sundays podcast at reachkeep.com. I am the founding pastor here at the Sinclair Baptist Church, and one of the things that we have around here, a lot of young families. I was sitting during our second service this morning looking, and almost everybody that came was a young family sitting together as a husband and wife. It was really exciting uh, to see that. And I want to share with you a couple things that older pastors often struggle with that can be kind of a uh, can be kind of a, a limiting thing but it can be something that can you can change very simple to change this so I'm going to give you a solution on how to do this the, the the essence of the issue is is that older folks myself included we have lived much more life than what we are going to live in other words I've, I've been around longer than I'm going to be around okay uh, younger people don't have that problem but I have all sorts of memories I have all sorts of the way it used to be I have all sorts of this oh that's the way it was and we need to do that again you know that type of thing and I can often emphasize all of that in the past and fail to look forward. Young people are the opposite. Young people are looking forward. They're looking, they have vision. They have aspirations. They have goals. They have all these things that they haven't done that they want to do. And if we as a speaker constantly dwell on this side and fail to get to this side, then we're going to be uh, in trouble. Now, when I talk about reaching and attracting, or be attracting and keeping, a reach keep, that's where we get our name, uh, attracting and keeping families, I'm talking about basically evangelism and discipleship, evangelizing, reaching them, uh, uh, discipleship, keeping them, building them into a healthy local church. And if you reach people and you keep people, uh, your church is going to be healthy and there's going to be some level of numerical growth. Now I understand there's smaller churches and a lot of different places, but every pastor out there wants to reach new people and meets people that need to be in their services. So we all kind of uh, aspire to uh, reach new families and to and to grow in a numerical way. I'm not like saying, not talking about the, the mega, the mega kind of thing here, but I've got a few things in my notes that I kind of wrote down here. And this is, is sort of the, the, the gist of it is that we tend to, again, focus on the things that were rather than the things that can be. And I want to give you just a couple simple ways to, to really help you kind of take what is can be a weakness and actually turn it into a strength. So here's a, kind of my first thing. It's, if you've got great memories that you have, what number one you need to do is you need to get your memory connected to a memory of theirs, okay? So if they have a memory, they have an issue, they have something, you want your memory, and you could be telling a story of something happened 30, 40 years ago, but you want to connect it to something that is is up to date with them. All right, let me let me give you an illustration. I wrote a couple of these things down. If you were doing a sermon uh, on this uh, particular uh, topic, this is how to connect to 
their memory. And so you, you start out by asking some questions. You, 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 it, very simple, like, okay, and here's the scripture that you're going to preach on. Lord's led you to preach on uh, bitterness and, and how, you know, inside uh, stuff can really defile you. This all would come all out of Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 15 and how little things in there can really kind of mess you up for the long, long haul. And you're wanting young families to not be messed up for the long haul. You're wanting them to grow forward. So you go, uh, your illustration pathway would be something along this life. And, and you would ask your congregation, hey, let me ask you a question. I want you to raise your hands on this. How many of you ever had like some type of major splinter in your finger or something like that? You ever had that? All right, every hand. Okay. Uh, some of them even got a band-aid. You got a splinter right now. Okay. Uh, yeah, you have a splinter. You've had a splinter and you notice like, but let me ask you a question. How many of you ever had like a splinter that is like so small? Okay, you can't see it. You can't pull it out. You can't get a tweezer. Maybe a little piece of glass, a little piece of, uh, you know, metal shaving or something. It's so small you can't even see it, okay? But but you can feel it and it you know it's there. You got that? All right. You know, I've had those too. Let me tell you a story. Blah, blah, blah. And you then jump into a little illustration, a memory that you had, you know, some little, little splinter. But now you're related to a memory that they have. So then you go, you say, now in just a moment, what I want to do is I want to relate to you a Bible passage that is like the splinter that you have in your finger. It's so, so small. And, and the one that I had, you know, it's so small, I couldn't get it out, but it did affect the, I, my hand. I couldn't pick things up. It hurt. I mean, it just like touched something. It was, it was very, very sensitive. And I want to talk to you about the root of bitterness that can get inside you. It can be a very small thing. Now, it might have started from a large event, but it's not something that's very visible, we would say. It's not like a visible sin. We all know what visible sins are, great big bad ugly things. We've seen those. But this is something, it, again, could have started from something big, but now it's small and it's kind of festering in there, and it definitely is definitely is affecting and limiting what you do. The tiny little sprinter is limiting what you can do. And I want to go right into that scripture. So turn to Hebrews chapter 12, blah, 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 and you go right into your sermon. This is a way of taking an illustration that you had. You might have something that happened to you, okay, and you relate it to something that happened to them, and then you take it and move the whole package into a spiritual sense from there. So this is just a, a simple way to make sure that your memory that you have, and, and you could be, an illustration's come pop into your head, but something that happened from way back or whatever in your own life. And again, uh, if you're wanting to learn about how to, to uh, uh, do illustrations a little better, this is specifically not about illustrations, but uh, we did an episode not too long ago um, and the title of it is called uh, Giving Sermon Illustrations That Are Effective. Giving Sermon Illustrations That Are Effective. I'll put the link in the notes here, but you want, might want to go back in, in the Reach Keep on YouTube there and search for it. Uh, but Giving Illustrations That Are Effective, that's what will get you there. But this is the idea of linking your illustration, your, your thing, to their thing. Um, the other one, and actually a couple more, these are all very similar, but, but you need to connect your, your memory and your solution then to what I would call a 21st century solution. In other words, you're going to give it to something that they can kind of do here and now type of a thing. Uh, you're going to say, here's a solution that you, that you have. Um, uh, you know, you, here's a book. Here's a, here's a website. Here's a link. I'm going to send you a link on how 
to deal with this. And it's something that you've found, you've prepared, and you have shared with them something that maybe they can get on their phone. And so uh, something that they could, you know, type in and get a, a link to, something that they could actually read. It's a solution that goes beyond just Sunday. It's a solution that is now in this day and age. It's not just something from, uh, you know, way back, a, a Bible verse, but it's a Bible verse application that is now into this, this century. So, and again, I'm not saying the Bible's not sufficient, but the idea of a list of Bible verses that you have on a website, a website, a sermon illustration that you already pre-did and put on a website that they can go to. All of those kind of things are going to help you to take your memory, connect it to their memory, and put it into a 21st century, uh, 21st century solution. Also make it a today solution, and that would be a solution that they can connect it to something they can do today. So you can, you can download this today. You can get this book today. I bought 20 of these books. I have them sitting in the on the table in the back. If you're struggling with this, go pick up a book. Read chapter 7. That's where the answer is for this particular thing. I created a, a verse meme, you know, that has a, the verse that I want you to read. It's on a piece of paper, and they're sitting on the back table. I want you to go get one. I had them printed up, kind of like little postcards. You can put it on your kitchen, but it's a now solution. So you want to take your memory and turn it into a, a, a something they can get today. So you might have great things that happened to you in the past, and it was a great, powerful thing. that I mean, you know, I got saved like 45 years ago, okay, in 1978. Those things that happened to me in those early days were so powerful. And the things I learned in my first few years of salvation were so powerful. I can take those now and put them into 21st century solutions and also now solutions. And the last one here is you want to put them into a solution that is a relational solution. So it's something like come and you know if you need some counsel, come see me. We have if you want prayer with somebody about this particular thing, you can come forward and we'll have you know counselor talk to you. Uh, we have a, you know a young couple here or an older couple has been through some of those things and they're going to be standing over here on this side. If you have got some counsel questions, you can come over there and they will pray with you. Uh, but you can have it. You can sign up today. Get your pen and sign up today and come to my Tuesday night group at 6 o'clock and we're going to deal specifically with this. But you want a relational type of solution. You want a solution that is tied to now that they can do. And you want a solution that is like a 21st century solution. And then, you, of course, you want that solution that connects their memory to your memory. And if we start to do these type of things, and by the way, putting all those together takes a lot of work, okay? Sermon illustrations and kind of integrating solutions and, and engagement, all of that stuff takes a ton of work to make that happen. And your Sunday morning services is where most of this type of stuff is. At least that's where, where we do this kind of stuff. If you start to engage people like that, you will start to have new young families sitting in your service. Now, I prepared something that I did, given this out before, but this is the idea of how to have better engagement. And I'll put a link to this as well, but this is something you can uh, download this and you'll get this, boom, just like that. It has a thing on the second page here. It has a deal on how to prepare questions that engage the people who are sitting right there. And all of this will help you to reach and keep new young families. So if you have that question in, in your mind, or if you have probably that, that scenario where you have a lot of older folks and you're trying to engage younger folks, 
again, let me say this. Sometimes your weakness is your memories, okay? It's, that can be your weakness, but you can turn that into your greatest strength by taking some of those, connecting it to their memory, connecting it to a 21st century solution, giving them something they can do today, and then, of course, just taking this time to, to figure out a relational solution, get them into a Bible study, get them into a counseling solution, get them to come forward and talk to you, and then you pass them off to someone else who can help them with their thing, but it's a relational type of thing. If we do these things, we can reach the young families of our community. So this is Mike Holmes. If this has been helpful to you, please subscribe. Also, please hit the thumbs up or share this in whatever way that you can with another pastor friend, someone in the ministry. Uh, I'd appreciate that very much. So thanks for being with us here today. God bless you, and I hope that you're able to fill your church with new young families. And this is Mike here at the Better Sundays Podcast at richkeep.com.